What's goody? Welcome to the Pacers Premium Podcast, episode four. I'm your host, Donnie Ray. And since this is still a fairly new podcast, I like to say at the beginning, this is a Pacers podcast. Uh, What makes me different about the other podcasts is I try to remain unbiased. You know what I'm saying? I try to get that real feedback. I'm not sugarcoating anything. I might cuss a little bit. You know what I'm saying? might say an n-word every now and then so if this ain't what you want to hear if that's not what you're comfortable with go ahead shut me off but if you want to hear that real shit your boy donnie right here for you so pacers premium podcast let's go ahead and jump into this bitch so pacers they remain at the sixth seed in the east and they still remain at 11 in the uh nba power rankings espn so they're currently tied like i said at six I mean, they're at six and they're currently tied with Toronto for like the fifth and sixth. And Toronto's like slightly ahead just because they have one less loss than us at 17 and eight. So if we were to win a game and Toronto was to lose a game, we would jump to fifth. So that's actually like good motivation for us and just showing that if we keep grinding, if we keep getting better. We're going to keep bumping up the standings. And we just beat the Celtics. I'm going to talk about that a little later. We just beat the Celtics. So we can compete with these top-level teams. We just need to do this night in and night out. We need to remain consistent. So let's go in and get in these game recaps. Lost to the Clippers on Monday. I was at the game. Disappointing. I had some good food. I uh, was in the club-level varsity club restaurant. Shout out to them. Check it out. Uh, but anyway, so they lost to the Clippers on Monday, 99 to 110. And Brogdon, excuse me, Brogdon only had two assists. He had 22 points. But one thing that stood out to me was that he only had two assists. And it's just like for our offense, you know what I'm saying, to be effective, we need ball movement. Like we don't really have too many people on the team that can just give them a ball I mean give them the ball and they're gonna get a bucket you know what I'm saying like most of the people on our team not saying that they can't create their own shot but not you know what I'm saying not we don't really have nobody on our team that's just like a a short bucket besides maybe TJ Warren like Brogdon gets buckets but it's just not like I give him the ball I know it's an automatic bucket we don't really have anybody on our team that's automatic so with that being said we need to move the ball so the fact that our starting point guard only had two assists during that game might be a reason why we lost so Sabonis had 18 points and 22 rebounds he was fucking killing that game Uh, I think they said he set like a Pacers record that was damn near career high for him too and it just shows that Sabonis he goes out there and hoops pretty much every night like he doesn't take a night off and I love that about him and I just need that to rub off on the rest of the team and just everybody go out there and just give it their all every night because it just seems some nights that our team is just like mm, I'm not really feeling it tonight and it it shows on the court Uh, and another thing about the game 
I feel like we can buy a bucket besides, like I said, what, Brogdon, Sabonis, and who else? Lamb had 12, Warren had 12, and McDermott had 18. But besides them, like, McDermott's not even a starter. So besides that, we didn't really have anybody else in double figures. So it's like, I understand, you know what I'm saying? That some nights you're gonna have off nights and buckets, I mean balls just not gonna drop. But everybody on the team, it seemed like we was just missing a whole bunch of shots. I mean, I guess we still had a couple people in double figures, but it just didn't seem like anybody was really killing. And then Miles Turner had five points, five rebounds, and it's just like that's what I'm talking about when I'm talking about what does Miles Turner be doing? Like, just honestly, like, he was out there. I, I was there watching the game, and this man was out there, and it's just like, what are you doing? Like, are you trying, bruh? Five points, five rebounds? It's like, he's getting, he shuts down. Like, he starts to play bad, and he shuts down. Roy Hibbert syndrome, man. He can't be having no Roy Hibbert syndrome. That is terrible. That is terrible. Somebody needs to talk to him. So after the Clippers game, Paul George made his little comments talking about uh, he got booed and he expected that and blah, blah, blah. And that the Pacers, Pacer fans shouldn't be booing him and they should be booing like uh, Pacers management, basically management, basically. And he's like, one day I'll tell my full story about it. And the guys you really should be booing are still there. And it's just like, why is he still talking about us? You know what I'm saying? Like, I understand that you got booed, bro. But this is two years removed, bro. You know what I'm saying? Or three years removed. Like, you've been on two teams since then, bro. You've been on OKC and now the Clippers. And you still over here talking about the Pacers? What are you doing? Like, you're lame. Paul George is lame. And it's just like... One day I'll tell my story Like bro Just say what you have to say Like talking about one Like nigga One day we not gonna give a fuck <laughs> Like I don't give a fuck But one day Motherfuckers not gonna give a fuck So you talking about One day you'll tell your story We you gonna tell your story Bro don't nobody care bro You're not that important So Either say the shit Or shut the fuck up You know what I'm saying Cause if not You being a chatty patty Remember that man If you're not gonna really Go in depth about what you're talking about Just gonna give a little surface level shit And try to pique some interest You being a chatty patty man Either say what you mean or shut the fuck up So that was me on um, Paul George <laughs> So Lost the Clippers on Monday Beat the Celtics on Wednesday Beat the Celtics 122 to 117 Brockton had 29 and 8 And see 8 assists And we win the game and that's just showing that we need to get that ball movement. So Sabonis had 15 and 14. Justin Holiday had 17 points, six rebounds. And Aaron Holiday had 18 points and three assists. And it was just like, I watched that game. And it was just a good, like, grinded out game. Like, it seemed kind of bad at the beginning. I'm not going to lie. It seemed like might have been, it was like a point when we was down like 10 points or something like that. And I was like, uh, I don't know. Uh, this game might be over, but I kept watching and we, like I said, grinded that game out. 
boys started making plays teams like the defense started solidifying and like the team just started the chemistry just started to mess that night and it was just grinded out the bench came in you know what i'm saying holiday brothers that came in and dropped 20 in the fourth quarter to win the game and it's just like that was the first uh win that we had against a good team like the celtics they are third in the east that's the first team that we beaten that is like good or has legit playoff contention you know what i'm saying and it's just like that was just a good win man like i was excited after that win you know what i'm saying i was just like yes we've been a good team we're on the right track and like i said holiday he was killing he had the 18 and 3 and it just makes me wonder like not like a bad thing but it's just like when are they gonna get like how how are they gonna get holiday you know what i'm saying into the starting lineup now i'm not exactly saying it should happen this year maybe it should you know what i'm saying if he proves himself fuck it why not but how exactly are they gonna get him into the starting lineup because you know what i'm saying he's a first round draft pick he's been killing him a first round draft pick you don't draft somebody in the first round for them to be a bench player you know what i'm saying you draft somebody in the first round for them to end up being a starter so with that being said he plays point guard it'll be interesting to me to see if they like some maybe move like brogdon to the two because i mean brogdon's what like six four six five he can definitely play the two he's played the two he played the two a little bit in milwaukee so I just want to that's just something to keep an eye out on I'm gonna keep an eye out on that's interesting I want to see if maybe Holiday gets to starting lineup with Brogdon and they move Brogdon to the two maybe bump Jeremy Lamb to the bench because I mean Jeremy Lamb he can score but I mean he's not doing anything like you know what I'm saying if you can get somebody in there that's gonna produce more then he can come off the bench and maybe he can you know what I'm saying so they beat the Celtics and then they beat Atlanta 110 to what? 110 to 100. Brogdon had 19. He had 12 assists. I'm telling you, when we have good ball movement, Brogdon gets assist, assist, we win games. TJ Warren had 18 and 4. And now, like I know I was saying, when TJ gets buckets, we win games. Proof is in the pudding. Now, like I said, it's not going to be every game. But when TJ gets buckets, when TJ scores points, when TJ gets the ball, we win games. Feed the beast. And with that being said, a beast, Sabonis had 12 and 14. He's a beast on the boards, man. Like, that's what I want from Miles Turner every night. I know Sabonis is going to get 10 rebounds. He got fucking 22 rebounds. In a game, you know what I'm saying? I know he's gonna get at least 10 rebounds every game. That's what it needs to fucking be with Miles Turner. Why is it not guaranteed 10 rebounds every game? Why is that not a guarantee? Like, is that too much to ask? You know what I'm saying? For somebody that's 6'11, is that too much to ask for you to get 10 rebounds a game? 
get 10 points a game is that too much to ask bro so beat beat the Hawks 110 to 100 like I said Sabonis had 12 and 14 and one thing I noticed about that game I went back and I looked at the box score Atlanta had three players with 20 or more points DeAndre Hunter had 21 Jabari Parker had 20 Trey Young had 23 and that's a good win definitely a good win but we can't be having players, you know what I'm saying? Three players that scored 20, 20 points plus. It's like that can't be happening. Like, okay, I could see one, maybe two, but three players, you know what I'm saying? With 20 points, like if that had been a better team, we'd have lost. If that wasn't the Hawks, we'd have lost. If that had been Philadelphia and three players on their team had 20 points, we'd have lost that game. So we, that can't be happening against the good teams. And that's just what I'm saying. It's just like these little things that we do against these bad teams that we cannot do against these good teams. And that's going to keep us from actually being one of the good teams if we keep doing these little things, not going out and playing hard every night, not getting rebounds, offensive rebounds. Talked about that last week against the Knicks. This is like these, <clears throat> these little things, man. You know what I'm saying? These little things. So, like I said, they beat Atlanta. Then they beat Charlotte on Sunday. And like I said, I told you we was going to beat Charlotte's ass. Like, we lost to them in overtime a couple weeks ago because of fucking a month ago or so like that because of fucking Jakar Sampson. Going to foul a fucking jump shooter. So we lost that game on some bullshit. So I knew we was going to want to come in and beat their ass. And that's exactly what happened. Aaron Holiday had 23 points, 6 rebounds. Sabonis, 12 and 12. And I definitely got to speak about this. Miles Turner had 14 points, 10 rebounds. And everybody, I'm in this like uh, group on Facebook. And everybody was talking about like I don't hear the Miles Turner haters now like bro he had a good game and it wasn't even that good of a game like that's a game that he's supposed to have he had 14 points 10 rebounds bro that's a pretty like basic game that should be that should be like what you average bro at least 10 and 10 so he did what he's supposed to do and people are all happy and like bro no, if he had 20 points and 10 rebounds, 20 and 12 or something, that might be impressive. That Yes, that's a good game. But 14 and 10, like, bro, that's average of, or above average. Like, that's what you should be doing, bro. Like, that's nothing great. That's nothing to write home about. Like, that's what you should be doing. And he doesn't do that every night. Once he does that every night, then come talk to me about Miles Turner. But until then, no. And speaking of Miles Turner... Miles Turner trade rumors are beginning to swirl around. Miles Turner averages 11 points, 5.7 rebounds. Like, that's not good. Like, I'm not going to say Miles Turner is terrible, but that's 
Like, I'm not saying he's terrible. I'm not saying he's, I'm not going to say he's trash. Like, I know I probably said he's trash before, but that's just not good. And that's not meeting expectations of what he's supposed to be. Like, at the end of the day, his salary is $18 million a year plus incentives. Like, he's signed a four-year, $80 million contract. So, basically, it's supposed to be $20 million a year. You know what I'm saying? And you're not playing up to that level. Like, you're not meeting expectations, bro. Like, you don't average 10 to 10. I don't give a fuck you average 11 points. Bro, you barely average 10. And then you don't even average 10 rebounds. And you talking, want to be an all-star and shit. And, like... You don't play no all-star level. Like, come on, man. It's just like, that shit's crazy to me. And he doesn't have an inside game. I was, my bad. I was like, looking at my notes. That's another another knock on Miles Turner. This man does not have an inside game at all. Talked about this on the past podcast. Was in there getting... Hold manhandled by uh Ben Simmons down low. It's just like you need to get an inside game, and I know he wants to shoot. And as people say, he's a shooter, he's not a uh post big man, he's a stretch. First off, you trying to play center, that's not a stretch center, like I guess, bro. Like that, it's usually stretch four, not stretch center. Come on now, and even if you want to be a shooter, even some of the best big men that were shooters, even the best big men that are shooters now, they still have inside games. KG could shoot the ball. He still had a post game. Dirk Nowitzki, shooter. He still had a post game. Carl Malone, shooter. Now, he wasn't as much of a, known as a shooter as some of these other guys I'm about to name or KG or Dirk, but he still could knock down the jump shot. He had a post game. Big cuz Boogie Cousins He can shoot Has a post game Call Anthony Towns He's shooting He can shoot now Has a post game Porzingis Can shoot Has a post game It's just like okay You wanna be a shooter But you still need to have a post game At the end of the day Motherfucker You are still 6'11 7 foot You still need to be down in the paint like, come on, it's cool to be able to shoot that jumper, but get your big ass down in the paint. Big for nothing, motherfucker, man. Like, I can't stand no motherfucker like that, man. Like, get out of here. So, trade rumors. One of the rumors that I'm hearing in, like, USA Today, <clears throat> they're suggesting that we trade for Danilo Gallinari. And they're saying that Sabonis might benefit from playing with a stretch four. And what I didn't know is Gallinari is shooting, you know what I'm saying, 62% from the field. Now, I forgot to look up how old this man is. This man is 31 years old. Miles Turner is like, what, 24? He's 23 years old. So for the fact that they would think that we would make that trade, that's not happening. That trade's not happening. That's a that trade's not happening. And not saying that we wouldn't do it just because of age, but the fact 
the age and the fact that Danilo Gallinari is not like a superstar or nothing. Like, we wouldn't make that trade. Now, yeah, he's shooting 62% from the field. But is Danilo Gallinari really that much of an impact player? You know what I'm saying? Is he going to do that much more than Miles Turner? I don't think so. And like, yeah, he can score. I think he's averaging like 19 points or something like that. But we take away Miles Turner. Then we do lose his defensive presence and we're out, out of a center. So I feel like if we were going to do a trade like that, it would be for more of a big man. Because Danilo Gallinari, he's not like I know him as being a, a small forward. So for somebody to call him a stretch forward is new to me. Like I know he can play the four, but he's really a small forward to me. He's like 6'10". He is a big dude, but that's not the way he plays. You know what I'm saying? So I think of him more as a small forward, a big small forward. You know what I'm saying? That's how I think of him anyway. So I don't see that trade happening. But Donnie Ray, you know what I'm saying? I got an idea who I think should come. You know, I hit that ESPN trade machine. And initially, I wanted Miles Turner for, and this guy is already been in the rumor mill, you know what I'm saying? Of saying that he wants out of Cleveland. Now, I'm not saying he's not the guy that's come out. I want out in the straight media, but I guess he went to the front office or whatever. And they're looking to trade Kevin Love. Now, Kevin Love, I think he's probably like 31 or something. So his age is higher up there. My bad. I said it. Yeah, he's 31. So Kevin Love is the same age as Danilo Gallinari, but Kevin Love has been an all-star. Danilo Gallinari has never been an all-star. Now, like I said, I hit that trade machine. And initially, like I said, Miles Turner for Kevin Love, that trade just won't go because the money. Kevin Love's making like what? It was like 38 million a year or some shit like that. Miles Turner's only making 21. But hit that trade machine. And if we package Miles Turner and Dougie McBuckets for Kevin Love, I don't know. I feel like the Cavs might could take that uh take that trade, you know what I'm saying? Like they're on a rebuild. They might not get to sign back Tristan Thompson. They're already talking about trading him. He's in the same rumor mill with Kevin Love. So it's just like that get him some pieces. They don't really have any sm- any small forwards. So McDermott can fit right in there. And McDermott's coming into his own. He's starting to figure out his game. He's starting to figure out who he is as a as an NBA player, his role. So I feel like he could make an impact on the Cavs. And then they'll get a young center with Miles Turner. And they can get rid of some old weight, Kevin Love, injury prone. Why not? Go ahead, Cleveland. Make that trade. Make that trade. So hit me up on 
Twitter, Black on Black. Let me know what you think about that trade. Is that something other Pacer fans would be interested in? Comment it. Comment below on the YouTube video. Let me know. Is that a trade you would be interested in? Or what's a trade you're interested in? What do you think? Or do you want Miles Turner to stay? Go ahead. Hit me up. Comment below. Let me know. <coughs> so, another trade that has been being talked about, and it's not player for player, but it's just teams. They're talking about maybe the Celtics would trade for Miles Turner. Now, the reason why they're saying that is because the Celtics need a center. But it's like, will we really want to trade Miles Turner into the East to a team that we got to see four times a year? To a team that we had to see in the playoffs? I don't think so. So I don't see the Pacers trading Miles Turner, you know what I'm saying, to the Celtics. But devil's advocate if it was to happen maybe we could get like Jalen Brown sign a trade or something like that he's on the last year of his rookie contract so he's going to be looking for a payday maybe we could arrange something like that or trade for some other players you know I don't know who really who else is on there you know maybe Daniel Thesis or something like get a center and then like first round draft pick or Robert Time Lord Williams you know what I'm saying Get us another big man, trade big man, and get a first round draft pick. Maybe they could do that. Like I said, I don't see any of this happening, but just playing devil's advocate, maybe some scenarios or whatever that could happen. I don't see it happening, but I'm just kind of, I don't know, man. I'm just kind of over Miles Turner, so I'm kind of really interested in just trading them maybe you know what i'm saying maybe Vic could come back and that make everything all better you know what i'm saying and does everything miles turner start to hoop again and whatever because he started to look up towards the end of last year you know what i'm saying like he started pick things up but it's just like he's digressed and he just hasn't been playing at the level he's supposed to play at and i'm just almost over it so like i said maybe when Vic comes back everything will snap back and everything go back to normal now fix everything but i don't know man and a a trade for somebody like kevin love or just somebody that will impact the team i don't know it's very enticing i don't know so we'll just see what happens man so injury report sabonis is apparently day-to-day with a toe injury so who knows if we'll play tomorrow. I guess they said Cody Zeller apparently stepped on it, thought he broke it, but he had x-rays, came back negative. So not a broken toe. So that's good. But day-to-day, we'll see if he plays tomorrow. And Jakar Sampson is still out. Fuck him. Like I said, he losses that game. He's not really good to me anyway. I don't really see why he's on the team. So he's not needed. Really need to get another center on the team, to be honest. To be honest. So that's injury report. Now, weekly predictions. So last week, I was seven and one with my predictions. 
This week, I'm 10 and 2. I was correct about three of the games, but I was wrong about uh, the Clippers game. I said we was going to win that. So, I'm 10 and 2. 10 and 2. Like I said on all the other podcasts, if you are a betting man or betting woman, you might want to listen to me. Because 10, 10 out of 12, correct? That's good odds. 10 and 2, that's good odds. Go ahead, listen to your boy, Donnie Ray. So, weekly predictions. We play the play. Uh, fuck. <laughs> we play the Lakers at home on Tuesday. Anthony Davis might not play. He's a, uh, got an ankle injury, but it's reports of him saying that he's going to try to play versus the Pacers. So, like, you know what I'm saying? I, I want to say the Pacers will beat the Lakers. You know what I'm saying? It's going to be a home game. They're going to want to show out. But my gut is just telling me we're going to lose to the Lakers. I don't know. Just the Lakers have been playing real well. Uh, I'm pretty sure they're on like a 13 or 14 game win streak or something like that. So they're going to be coming in with the fire and everything. And so I don't see us beating the Lakers. Uh, I hope we do, but I just don't see it. Uh, then we play Sacramento on Friday. We're going to come in, beat their ass. It'll be a tough game, actually. So we won't beat their ass like that. But it's going to be a tough, grinded-out game. Sacramento always gives us good games. They got Bogdanovich over there. Buddy Heal. You know what I'm saying? So they always give us good, tough games. They're competitive. But I still see the Pacers coming out with that dub. And then we play Milwaukee on Sunday. Drew Bledsoe's out with a fractured tibia. You know what I'm saying? So he won't be playing. I mean, is he really that much of a factor anyway? I mean, like, Bledsoe, yeah, but he's, you know, I'm, you know what I'm saying? He could be replaced at this point. Like, he doesn't do too much. Like, back in the day on Phoenix, he was, I used to call him a mini LeBron. Cause like that boy could get buckets Like he could just do whatever But he not really like that That much anymore Too many ankle injuries And knee injuries and shit um, So Milwaukee They're on an 18 game win streak But I got the Pacers winning Cause Milwaukee came in They whooped us You know what I'm saying Earlier this year And I figure we'll still have A bad taste in our mouth from that And we'll still have a bad taste in our mouth from the Laker loss. You see how I did? See how I refer back to my predictions? You see how I did that? Uh, but yes, we'll feel like we'll still have a bad taste in our mouth from that Laker loss. I want to show that we can beat a good team. And Milwaukee going to come in high. They might, you know what I'm saying, overlook us. Feel like we'll get that dub. Now, with that being said, I will say that the Pacers they're going to either beat the Lakers and lose to Milwaukee or lose to Milwaukee and beat the Lakers like they're going to beat one of those two teams now they're not going to beat both of them I, and I told you which one I think is going to happen but it could go either way so they're going to beat one of those two teams but which one I think it's going to be Milwaukee 
but mm, maybe some of y'all think they'll be both. I mean, I want them to be both, but like I said, this is a page of premium podcast. I try to remain unbiased. I try to keep it real. And just in my heart's a heart, I just feel like we're going to lose to one of those teams. We'll beat one, but we'll lose the one. So, if you've been listening to the other podcasts, and if you haven't, I like to end the podcast with fantasy predictions. I play fantasy basketball. I play in points league, but I play fantasy basketball, and I'm really into it. So, I just like to hook up the listeners. Maybe some of them play. You know what I'm saying? Just like to hook them up with some waiver wire pickups. So, one waiver wire you might want to pick up. He probably already picked up in deep leagues. He might have got dropped actually because he's been out. But DeLon Wright, point guard for the Mavs, make sure you check him out. Because Luka Doncic just sprained his ankle. He's supposed to be out several weeks. So, and when he comes back, they're not going to want to rush him back. So, I figure he'll be out, like, more closer to, like, three to four weeks or won't be back to full capacity for three to four weeks. So, that's about a month that Lionel Wright can get some run. You know what I'm saying? That he can get buckets. Like, he can get you points. And he can definitely get assists, steals, whatever you need. He's pretty much an all-around guy. Uh, Another guy you might want to look at, Alfred Payton. He might still be there in some standard leagues. Standard leagues is like 12 teams. He might still be there because, you know, that little uh, point guard battle on the Knicks, Frank Nicolakina or whatever his name is, Alfred Payton. He might still be there. Uh, Duncan Robinson, that's a guy I've said before. He might still be there in some standard leagues. Three-point fucking monster, man. He had a game like he hit like 11 threes or something just last week or something like that. He's a beast. Uh, who else? Uh, Josh Okoji, uh, point guard for the Timberwolves. He's been starting, and he's been doing pretty good. Like, he's not killing or nothing, but he's been uh, averaging, like, 10 points. And uh, he's been killing. Who else? I picked up, oh, Michael Porter in Deep Leagues. He might start to get some uh, run if they're, they're talking about trading Malik Beasley. That might open up some minutes for him. And he's just like, Mike Malone said he wants to get him some minutes. It's just hard because they want to make sure they win games. And that's not like a knock on him, but they're just trying to make sure they win. So they want to make sure that they keep their starters in and stuff like that. But they, he's been said he wants to get him some minutes. He just scored like 11 points and like eight rebounds or something like that in like 11 minutes off the bench the other night. Like, so he can get buckets when he gets the chance. So that's somebody you might want to look at because he might start to get some more minutes. Uh, Cameron Johnson for the Suns. I talked about him last week, I think it was. Might want to check him out. Small forward. He's been killing a little bit. Uh, Who else? I think that's pretty much it. Aaron Holiday talked about that. Obviously, Pacer Podcast. He might be there in standard leagues. Might want to look at him. Keep Put him on your watch list. Uh, who else? Give you one more. Kevin Porter Jr. Uh, what? 
power forward for the Cavs. He's been coming on. And like I'm saying, they talking about like that's even more incentive for them to trade Kevin Love, like get the young guys some run. So he might start to give him some more minutes. Keep an eye out on him. Never know. So this has been the Pacers Premium Podcast, episode four. Make sure you follow me on Twitter at Black on Black, B-L-A-C-K on B-L-A-C-C. Follow me on Instagram. Make sure you hit me up. Comment on the video. Share, like, subscribe. Wherever you listen to podcasts, make sure you listen to the actual audio too. Um, subscribe to that. Make sure you never miss a beat. And I like to listen to the podcast while I'm uh, like in the car. Like It's just a good listen. Listen to it while I'm in the car. The audio, just audio sounds better. And just uh, like I appreciate people look at the video, but look at the I mean, listen to the audio too. make sure you uh, rate it wherever you listen to your podcast. Make sure you give us five stars. Like my man, Bomani Jones says, if you give us anything less than five stars, I am inclined to believe you are a hater. Um, So, like I said, this has been the Patriots Premium Podcast, episode four. And I'm out this bitch.